Hello there, everybody. Welcome to Movies Are Real for the month of November 2K22, a podcast that is mildly timely in my neighborhood, in my podcast feed. It's more likely than you think. <laughs> Hello there, I'm George. Uh, I'm here with Ryan and Ryan Lance. That's me. Uh-huh. How do you feel about this timely podcast? Um, I think we're on time for the holiday season. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie, how are you? I'm feeling pretty good. Ready uh, for some content. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is the podcast where we talk about the movies of the month prior, and this time we're actually mildly timely, which is great. It isn't because things might get busier than even they all they, they usually are in our lives, especially specifically me. Because uh, I'd be leaving the country. Uh, the movie cops have finally caught on to me. Oh, yeah. um, they heard you dissing James, uh, James Cameron's Avatar, The Way of the Water. I think, so I think I'm going to be... We cannot have you in this country. I'm thinking about, beca- this drops. thinking about becoming a fake bandwagon Avatar mm. guy. That I was like, I always loved Avatar. I always loved James Cameron. I, well, I do I, like James I Cameron. I can't... Mm. I just... Uh, the buzz is good, Ryan. The buzz is good, but I'm ready to like sit there and be like... Mm. <laughs> No, mm, I don't like blue people. Mm. Mighty. That's Ryan's approach to every movie. <laughs> yeah, it's true. This podcast is our fortress. Uh, and with that being said, weird, though, Ali Yankovic stories, the first movie of November, uh, a Roku original motion picture, folks. Yeah. I have not been able to catch this. What? This is the weird Al Yankovic biopic. Is it actually a biopic or is it a goofy goof time with Daniel Radcliffe? Uh, pro- some of it probably happened. Oh, okay, some of it probably happened. Okay. Did you... He did have an accordion at some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Did you both watch this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. I watched this like the moment I could. And yeah. I was very excited. Right. Who wants to start with this one? Um, I guess I can. Uh, so it, it begins with um, young, weird Al Yankovic. Uh, just Ali Yankovic at that point, and you know he he's he's going to school, and his parents are like, "Listen, you're too you're too weird. You need to just like be normal and cool." And he's like, "No, I want to go to a, go to polka." And they're like, "Oh my god, I can't believe we failed our son like this." <laughs> and he's like, "Fuck you! I'm gonna go do my own thing." And then he does, and he becomes literally the biggest musical star on the planet. <laughs> yeah. So it's a little bit. So is it's it a, a little exaggerated. A little exaggerated. Okay. A little exaggerated. Yeah. It 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 does like all the biopic stuff. Um, my favorite mm-hmm. is, you know, like in in every biopic, it's always like they're writing the hit song and it feels like an accident, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, and this one, like him and his college roommates, who are all like nameless people, basically, <laughs> um, they're listening to My Sharota. Like you should write parody songs. And he's like, Yeah, maybe if only I could think of something. And then, like, it, like, gets stuck on my Sharota, and he's, like, looking at a thing of bologna. He's like, wait a minute. <laughs> and then he sings my bologna, and then, like, everyone stands up and be like, oh, my God. <laughs> this changes everything. <laughs> and, like, the best part of this movie is, like, whenever he does a new parody song, that is literally the reaction to everyone is, like, this changes everything, and it's never not funny. That sounds great. <laughs> it's, it's really funny. It's amazing. <laughs> yes. Um, anything you want to add to that, Carrie? I just it's 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 uh, in the vein of like parodying, obviously <laughs> it's its thing, but it parodies other musical biopic movies, and it's just it's always funny. <laughs> it's just every step that you're expecting, and then him <laughs> taking 
some grand leaps in his own story. And also Daniel Radcliffe looking the most cut I've ever oh, seen. Oh, yeah, no. Daniel Radcliffe ripped. looked. And I was like, yeah, of course. I'm sure this is <laughs> Yeah, this is very <laughs> hard to go. <laughs> is it not very long then or is it because no, biopics are usually long as hell no, and if this is a goof it's probably like a, just 100 minutes I would that sounds great uh, my really other good. favorite like little bit is like um who's who's the mob guy who's the um drug oh, drug lord guy <laughs> i can never remember his name uh but there's like this uh famous uh drug uh deal drug um drug empire guy um, who's like, I want Al to play at my birthday party. And, and like, you just hear like all these like, oh, like, we need you to play at the birthday party. But then like when he shows up, like it's, it Pablo looks, Escobar. Yeah, Pablo Escobar. <laughs> but then when he shows up, it's like a bunch of dudes at a table that like has like little like, happy birthday thing. And like, there's like a little cake. <laughs> and he's like, oh, thank you, Al, for showing up to my birthday party. <laughs> it's, it's so stupid. How it's, does it end? Uh, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> you gotta watch okay. I'll be honest I feel like if the movie ended the way it says it ended I would have heard about that <laughs> I just because I just realized when I asked that I was like most of these movie, uh, music biopic movies are like once the performer has passed away we're like Yankovic somebody who's still with us so alright well, <laughs> the end of this movie is great and we'll have you asking wait a minute <laughs> I am really not sure about that. <laughs> right. um, but yeah, it's great. Um, yeah. Rachel Evan Wood plays a Madonna. Um, ah. and that's very, very good. Very funny take mm-hmm. on Madonna. Very um, accurate. Very <laughs> accurate to what I Everything assume. definitely happened. Everything definitely happened. And then there is a sequence at like um, a party with like a bunch of celebrities. A like, bunch of like counterculture weird ass Yes, people, people like counterculture celebrities like um plain other counterculture <laughs> celebrities um there is like um one of the only island guys plays um Wee herman um conan o'brien plays um andy warhol andy warhol <laughs> um just a lot of weird stuff and then someone plays uh one of the guys from queen Oh, he plays uh fucking john deacon yeah the, he's like it's me john deacon like... the party's like from queen Oh, <laughs> which is very, very good, very, very good. I would, I would highly recommend this movie. I, All right, I hope there's funny. a physical because I, I do not want right. to. Right, if you this movie just lost forever right. on Roku. <laughs> yeah. When someone accidentally turns off the Roku server, mm-hmm. um, we lose weird and plug in their microwave up in the office. Like, oh no, oh, my we lose, we lose weird and all the Quibi originals. Oh no. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad that turned out all right. That's weird. That weird. The Al Yankovic story. Uh, next movie here. Uh, next exit. I don't know. If, oh, I know. It's the Rahul Kohli movie. Yes. I've, I haven't seen the trailer for this, but I know I've Was seen. Was this just an on-demand movie, Carrie? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't dang. see it anywhere, but I, I rented it on online and I watched it. It was pretty good. Yeah, I liked it. What's the it, setup here? It's uh. We talked about it a little bit last episode, but basically we're in a future where ghosts have been confirmed to be real. Mm. So there is this facility, which is led by Karen Gillan, where they offer to end your life so you can go on into your ghost existence because they have deemed that our current existence as physical form beings is probably limited compared to what we could have as a ghost. And so then there's... uh, 
disagreements all over the country of whether this is a good thing or a bad thing and it's not like fully proven yet but people still want to do it and so our main characters are Rahu Kohli and this other girl who happenstance uh, are tr both trying to get to this facility they don't know each other and she's very untrusting and he's got baggage and they're both just trying to get to this facility and the movie focuses on them kind of getting to know each other on the road on their way to this facility. And I thought it was really good. It, yeah. hit, it hit me a lot harder than I expected huh. it to. It was very emotional and it was very cool. And Rahu Kohli is a fucking superstar. He was so good in this movie. I saw him posting about it. That's, and then I saw the poster is cool. And that, that's it's a good poster. Him. It makes me think of the Decision to Leave poster. Because yes. I watched it like right yes. after that's I watched exactly Decision like to it. Leave. And I was like, oh wait, this looks weird. Mm. <laughs> Just on my letterbox to had two movies that look very similar. Is this director at all related to the Daniel Elfman? Mal Mally oh, Elfman. Maybe. I can't they don't have any information on their letterbox, so who knows? Okay. That would be that would be fun. Okay. But yeah, I would recommend this movie if you're looking for something a little more little it's more. Not very long. Not very long, a little more somber, a little more interesting. An hour and forty minutes. Wow, what a great time to be alive. Two one hour and forty minute movies. This one is related to the Danny Elfman. Nice. Ah. That's how you know it's good. Look at that. <laughs> okay. Well there you go. Next exit. Yeah, more um more families in Hollywood just taking over. Can't believe it. Alright. How much was this rental, Carrie? It was like six bucks, I think. Okay. That's really so, good then. Not too pricey. All right, well, that's the next exit. Uh, I am currently on a vacation. I told myself I'm going to watch more movies, but we'll see. I'll do my best. I This is a side tangent from the podcast. Sorry, folks. I need to rewatch The Batman. I told myself I need to rewatch it because I'm sure that's going to come up at the best of discussions. And I have forgotten a lot of my thoughts on that movie other than there's Little Caesars advertisements in that movie. Um, yeah, anyways. Moving on. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Uh, directed by Ryan Coogler, uh, a movie I thought would not fucking exist about three months ago because it was uh, a whole bunch of nonsense going on with the production of that. Uh, a lot of it due to a lot of its complications due to our star here in Letitia Wright. Um, it's crazy, like with all the, like everything this movie went through, and then it came out, and it's one of the longest movies I've ever seen. Uh, yeah, speaking <laughs> of yeah, yeah, the, uh, Black Black Panther: Wakanda Forever breaking the one hour and forty minute good time we're having. Yeah. Um. So real quick, I need to look up how much. Actually, Ryan, can you look up how much money has Black Panther: Wakanda Forever made I, so far? I can I can look that up if you want to give yes. us a rundown on, on this movie. So obviously, this is the follow up to Black Panther. Well, not even follow up to like. Everything that's happened in the MCU. So, and some stuff we just uh, just don't see in the movie. Yeah, and also that. Um, so this movie has a lot to had a lot to live up to, which was one the sequel to Black Panther, which was a huge ass fucking movie, a lot of money made, uh, seven hundred and thirty five million uh, worldwide so far. So far, which is pretty fucking good, but not as good as Black Panther yeah. one, which was a fucking massive movie. So that was one thing I had to live up to. Um, it has to live up to the fact that, um, well, Chadwick Boseman has passed away, uh, and so the movie had to also be a, like a tribute movie. Uh, it had to overcome the fact that Letitia Wright is a weird anti-vax uh, crazy person who made life on set hell for her coworkers who are trying to like you know follow COVID protocols in order to get a movie done. Uh, it also had to go through a bunch of rewrites and post the pandemic. So there's a lot of things this movie had to, like it could have been a disaster and the end movie is kind of fine. 
Yeah. I think that's, it's that's the, and that's the really the best I think it could yeah, have Yeah. It's kind of fine. Um I think it's the it's probably the most written Marvel movie. It's probably yeah. the most somber. It's the most sad. Yeah, just tonally. It's also the one with the probably the best acting. Angela Bassett's pretty good. Angela Bassett is very good, but like that's I'm not saying it's incredible acting. <laughs> I'm saying it's Pretty good, better than the usual Marvel yeah, movie acting. It's, it's probably on par with like um, Tony Liu. Yeah, yes, um, in uh, in Shang Chi. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the movie, and I think we're on the same uh, wavelength about this. Ryan is like Letitia Wright is now carrying this whole movie, yeah. and she apart. Weird anti-vax stuff aside. Yeah, that's the one thing. Is like I was trying so hard to disconnect that from the movie because like that's that's not fair to like everyone else yeah. in this movie but like the main thing for me is like like black panther the first one like had like a lot of really cool supporting characters that could have like taken up you know the the main role like um mbaku uh with mbaku's great duke um uh lupita nyong'o's character um who's great in this who's great in this my um, god lupita nyong'o I tell you what, I forget yeah. how fucking good she is. Yes. And this, she's incredible in this movie. Her yes. Spanish, unbelievable. Oh, perfect. She gets I was like, approval. whoa. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a moment in this movie where she speaks Spanish and it is perfect. And then I can't remember um, Okoye Danny. Guria? Uh, yeah, I can never remember her last but also name. Also, Okoye is great. Yes, she's great. But then, like, even before like all this Lakeisha Wright stuff, like, Shuri was just never that interesting of a character to me, I felt. What are those? <laughs> what are those? What, oh, yeah, what are those? You were pointing out, I was like, am I wearing something weird? That's not what very I, good. We gotta stop the show help. right now. Brian, why are you wearing Crocs? <laughs> <laughs> it's 12 degrees outside. But yeah, like, her character just never was that interesting. She just felt like the, like the silly, fun sister cracking jokes being and like scientists also like the cue to black panther like the person who makes the lucius yeah, fox yeah. The, the person who makes the tech but and never like never like a fighter and never like a you the know leader. a leader and then like she's the leader and and it doesn't and, and it also never like feels like she wants to be yeah it doesn't feel like it movie. yeah but then like she has to and then when she does become the black panther it's just spoilers like, i mean i guess yeah it's all in the marketing it's now, all in the marketing now and then when she does, it's like, okay. And then, like, she just, you know, wins the big thing. But then also just, like, I felt like even visually, like, she's a very small person. Yeah. She's short and slender. And, like, and like and with that, like, Black Panther suit on, she, she seems even smaller. So you have this, like, tiny little cat, like, going <laughs> after um, Namor. Yeah. Who's, like, this jacked man. He's not super jacked, which I love. He's, yeah. like, he's like bulky, but he's not, like, ripped-ripped. Yeah. Like, he's a really strong man, but also he looked like, you know, he's just hanging out. Yeah. I like that. It just it just felt very, like, this isn't very, like... So my it, thing... It, does, it doesn't feel... It's like, okay... So my whole thing, Whatever. Black Panther, the fact that she's the Black Panther side, she doesn't become the Black Panther until the last 30 minutes. Yeah, and yeah. the rest of it, I just don't think she has... And again, difference of opinion, because I'm sure this is sort of a hot take that we're giving here, but we're in the same wavelength. I just don't think she has the charisma no, to be the leader no, of, of the movie. I don't think she's got the energy... Like, she, I just didn't think she had the screen presence. Um, again, and it's hard. It's completely unfair to compare uh, her performance to Chadwick Boseman, mm -hmm. like, who's passed away. And it's just, like, he's become mythical. His performance is, like, legendary now. But there's just really is, like, an energy that 
is missing with her. Like, yeah. I just wasn't... And also, again, I was not convinced that she was going to be the Black Panther. Like, the whole movie does not set you up to the point where she becomes the Black Panther. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, I could be anyone. It I don't know. Be. And it makes sense for... It, and when it doesn't work at first, you're like, oh, okay, it wasn't her. It was going to be someone else. Uh, and then no. And hopefully then, it wasn't Duke Walks. like, I'll take it. Don't worry, yeah. guys. It's like, oh, thank God. Um, so, yeah. But then, like, it also... Like, not to go too much into, like, the 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 end end... But then, like, the way it ends, it also feels like, you know, we made this character Black Panther, and now we're immediately going to step away from yeah, that. Yeah, we'll see. Because, like... They gave themselves an, an out. They gave themselves an out to, like, basically recast the character without recasting the character, mm-hmm. which is very funny. Should I spoil it for Carrie Letter? Carrie, yeah, if you, if you don't want spoilers for the Black Panther Wakanda Forever, tune out for the next minute and 30 seconds. <laughs> So in the post credit scene, Carrie, it's revealed that uh, Lupita Nyong'o, who, you know, had like a thing with uh, Black Panther, uh, Chadwick Boseman, she had a, they had a son together for like years and like oh. he kept it like, see, because he didn't want the son to like grow up like as the king for the royalty the king, and, and all like that. have that all like hanging oh. over him. And then, you know, at the very end is like, what's his name? And she's like, it's T'Challa. And she's like, oh my god. And she starts crying. Uh-huh. So they basically made a new... Yeah. Because <laughs> like that's not a thing in the comics. Like He doesn't right. have a child in the yeah. comics with the exact same name. So they're just like, oh, this is... Mm-hmm. So, like, it's, it's, so it's probably like this this like eight-year-old's gonna... Grow run, up. Run into, or run into a vortex and be yeah. like, oh, I'm a jacked man now. Oh, <laughs> also, <laughs> that kid... Insane. And, uh, this is about a minute 30. That kid? Fucking adorable. Holy oh, yeah, fucking yeah. Very, shit. That kid yeah. is adorable. <laughs> yes. Anyways, um... But yeah, I think the movie's fine. It's probably a little too long. I don't know what yeah. you'd cut, but it just feels long, I think, I because like of Peter Nyong'o. The thing that I feel like people are talking about they want to cut is, like, the white people stuff. <clears throat> like, the stuff with, um, you know, Ross. Ross and um, oh, Seinfeld. Oh, yes, yes. Ross Seinfeld and Wade. Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. They have, like, a whole thing. And, like, I thought their stuff was fun. I thought it was it def- fun. It definitely wasn't it was, needed. It only cuts, like... Six minutes, that, maybe. That it is does fair. not a lot. It's not I, a lot. I, I, what I've been thinking is like, why do we need these characters other than to? That's all true. Look, look, true that's yes, yes. They're, they're the most MCU of the like. Hey, this connects to over yeah. there and over there. But then there was a lot of like really long speeches about like without him, what are we? It's like yeah, it's sad, but like let's just keep the Get ball rolling, please. Okay? <laughs> Anyways, I guess um. I don't know where they go from here. And again, I know we're not the biggest Marvel heads in this podcast, but it's still, I feel like this franchise is going to be in a weird, is in a weird spot. Yeah. Because I don't know what you do. And again, I think the movie's fine. Um, the big star of the show, I think, is Namor. Like, he is, the actor who played him was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the way they all, they did their Aquaman, but not Aquaman. He's got mm-hmm. little wings on his feet and they made it not stupid as hell. Mm-hmm. Which could have absolutely been the silliest shit in the fucking planet. Oh uh, yeah, no, a lot of a lot of Namor in like old comics looks just awful. Just dumb. Just <laughs> the dumbest has, shit in the world. He has the tightest, smallest shorts and then little wings on his feet, mm-hmm. and that is it. And it's like this is not and his hair is always supposed to be like this, you know, terrorist man who just like yes. sinks in. Yes, so yes, like, yes, yes. That that's not the But they did a lot of work on the on the look and everything. Mm-hmm. And also, another thing that this movie does that like I feel like a lot of these types of movies do is like when they go to like you know not Atlantis that city looks horrible right like it looks dark and bleak and like not like nonsense uh are you talking about the one in Wakanda Forever yeah in Wakanda Forever I think that they did the 
they made it realistic because it is on the bottom of the ocean, so yeah, it would have like, to be dark. But it didn't look. It didn't look. Wow. Yeah. I kind of like what. Um, bioluminescent coral is a thing. That's true. <laughs> but there wasn't even a lot of it. So. But, like, but like, at least with like Aquaman, they made the underwater place like, oh, this looks insane. <laughs> yeah. But like, at least like I can understand like how people can live here a little bit. But like with uh, with with the one here, it's like, oh, this looks miserable. Well, I mean, you're forgetting the fact that Aquaman had James Wan, that so is, that I mean, is, that's that why is, it's good. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Respect for the maker of *Malignant* 2021. Hell yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And also, I'm trying to. I'm looking it up because I couldn't remember right off the bat. So if I get this wrong, I'm sorry. But also, like they made the character like directly like like there's an Aztec lineage directly there, and so like also their Atlantis looks more. Like it doesn't look like Future City. It's mm-hmm. all like uh, like they like they play that. I don't know. Again, the, the name of the, the the game with the ball from the Road to El Dorado with the hoop mm-hmm. and the ball goes through mm-hmm. the thing. Yeah. So that stuff. Um, also, like again, I think it's I get what they're going for. Where they're like the kid, the the, the child with no love, mm-hmm. no more, no more, name more. I was like, all right. Yeah, I never. I've never heard. <laughs> I've never heard the word "namor" said with such a Spanish. Namor, no namor. more, like no more. I was like, yeah, okay. I was like, oh, I guess you could pronounce it that way. I've never thought about. Also, it like that. also, this is maybe the last point in this movie. His mom, the actress from La Llorona. Oh, that was the thing I noticed. Awesome. I did it. I was like, I think that's her, and then I looked it up, and it's her. That's, cool. nice. that's good. That's a good movie. It is a good movie. Yeah, yeah rewatch it. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, Black Panther, kind of forever. All that to say, it's fine. It is totally, <laughs> nice. totally fine. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, a movie that is not just fine, at least in my opinion, uh, The Menu. Uh, a good friend, Rafe Fiends, my personal friend, Ra- Rafe, Rafe Fiennes. Uh, Ralph Fiennes. Uh, and you tell Joey, Nicholas Holt, uh, when John Wayne goes on. Rafe Fiennes is in the audience. Rafe, say it. Rafe, Rafe. No. <laughs> Oh, no. Uh, the menu, uh, a bunch of weird, rich, uh, foodie people go to this island to go to this restaurant for this extremely unique experience, this catered uh, specific experience. Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy is sort of an outsider, not a crazy rich person, but her boyfriend uh, is, uh, and she gets dragged to this island, and then fun ensues. The menu is a little bit weird, you know? Uh, Taco Tuesday? <laughs> Uh, very memorable taco a very, night. A very memorable taco night. Um, yeah, this movie's great. I loved it. I'm a big, big fan. Uh, I think uh, Rafe, oh, my good friend Rafe, brings uh, has a bunch of energy and he kills it. Uh, wonderful Nebraska shout outs in this one. Yeah. Got a, and uh, then take it away. And then take it away. <laughs> take it away just like that. I mean, come on. <laughs> um, the you, gim- think, you think Adia would be from this dog? <laughs> Grand <laughs> Island specifically. Yeah, yeah, I that's said a, that was my a- review on Letterboxd, the funniest thing was her saying she's from Nebraska and Ray Fine saying he's from Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> it's like everyone here looks like a happy meal toy. <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, so yeah, it's a fun time where like some bad stuff happens to these people because uh, they're not very nice. And uh, Rafe is uh, he's got some things to say. Uh, and also, he's a real auteur, like my good friend James Cameron. <laughs> James Cameron would do this, by the way. He would. <laughs> All right. Carrie, you've seen it twice. Now. I did see it twice. Ooh. What do you think? I went to see it today with my mom and my sister. Oh, nice! It's such a good movie. It's so fun. It's got such a great energy. The vibes are hilarious, <laughs> and I just. It's, uh, 
it just keeps doubling down on funny food stuff, but also class struggle funny mm-hmm. stuff. And it's just the characters are just unrelenting dickheads. <laughs> it's just hilarious. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it, do, it does do that balance very well of like humor and then also being like, hey, this is insane, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Very similar, a little similar to another movie we'll talk about that talks about, like, oh, this is insane. <laughs> like the amount of money you people have. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, what it does I didn't expect is like, you know, the, the mystery of, like, why the weird stuff is happening goes about, and it, like, oh, this all makes sense. Um, why everything is going the way it was. And it's, it just feels very satisfying um, as things, you know, progress. And even though, like, a lot of stuff is... That does feel, like, kind of, like, sad and, like, messed up, it, it still retains that, like, sense of humor it has, which... Is, is it's hard to balance, but it, it just does it so so great. It's also, just, it looks great. It, yeah, it, it's just it's just a fun fun movie, and I I cannot wait to see it again. Um, I like how it does the menu yeah. gimmick throughout the yes. movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's my favorite. It's good. Um, it has. Uh, I mean, I don't want to spoil it, but like the 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 way the that character arc for Nicholas Holt's character mm-hmm. ends is phenomenal. Right. I love it's it so, so much. It's so, so good. <laughs> Um. Yeah, it's it's great. It's a it gives you everything. It's advertised, and it's a good time. Um, yeah, not much else to say about it. Big fan. I don't know where it's high on my list of my favorites of the year. Yeah. Um, it shares a lot also with Triangle of Sadness, I guess, with the genre of rich people being bad and getting their comeuppance. Seems to be a theme this year. (laughs) (laughs) For what that happened in real life. Uh, also, John Leguizamo, I feel, was just playing the character, the actor John Leguizamo. Yeah, and that adds up. Uh, like, it was like, you could have been... I saw the movie Violent Night, and it ruined everything. I saw Moulin Rouge. Oh, I saw The Pest, oh uh, which God. is probably the actual movie that was even making fun <laughs> That was of. based off of. Yeah. Anyways. The Fablemans, Steve, my good friend Steven Spielberg is back again this December with another movie that's probably not going to make a lot of money. Oh, whoa. Uh, it's uh, crazy how a director who, like, literally everyone on the planet knows can regu- <laughs> regularly like, make movies that not a single person sees. Yeah. I've been doing my work. I, I saw West Side Story last year. Mm-hmm. And? and I liked it. Yeah. I'm not going no. to watch it again. Well, who saw The Fablemans? Did you see The Fablemans? I saw it. We both saw it. Okay. Yeah. Ryan, what'd you think? Uh, also, it, what is this? I also pitch it. So, basically, it is Steven Spielberg's life. Oh. It is about a young boy who grows up, um, you know, mesmerized by cinema. The movies. The movies. And he just decides, like, hey, I want to, like, start making these things. And it starts with, you know, him, you know, making, like, little things with uh, his friends and then his families. And then shortly doing, like, student things. And then finally, you know, working in L business um, as well as, like, you know, having this passion. And then also dealing with, you know... Parents, you know, fighting and then, you know, maybe they might get divorced and then, you know, moving to like, you know, a new town and like dealing with um, some very, <laughs> was this movie is very long and, you know, once it gets to like him moving, you know, you do, you're, a lot of anti-Semitism. Oh. Um, when you're like, ooh, I haven't heard that word in a while. <laughs> right. Um, and you're like, oh boy, it is rough. Um, but then, you know, just, just a classic, you know, 
Steven Spielberg, you know, what, what would you what you would assume his life would be um, with Paul Dano playing his father? Very okay. good. In very this well very, done. I very love well Paul Dano done. so much. Um, and then Michelle Williams playing his kind of like hysterical mom who she has like some problems. She also does a really good job. She will definitely be nominated for Best <laughs> Actress <laughs> for this. Um, and then, you know, the surprise Best Supporting Actor role <laughs> at the end. Um, and this is like kind of a mild, mild spoiler. Um, you know, one of the movies that like he like grew up, uh, Steven Spielberg's basically character um, it was The Searchers is that his movie that he grew up loving and that towards the end he's like you want to meet the world's greatest filmmaker and it's supposed to be John Ford but it's played by you know if you love him David Lynch <laughs> in a surprise David Lynch oh, acting role and it is amazing it's so funny it's worth, okay. worth, worth <laughs> the price of admission alone, alone yes. just for the David Lynch cameo and like what was fun about that is like because I had read that he like had a surprise role in it and like it was getting towards like like the end of the movie and I was like did I like miss it and then like it was like and then like the guy's like how would you like to meet the greatest film director of all time and I was like I think I know who they got to play this guy and it is absolutely incredible and and like it is David Lynch like that's just fun but like also that scene is really good and like a great way to like finish off the movie right just like in general um and, like, it is a movie movie, so, like, I think it's a very well-made thing. I think it's very good, all the performances and, like, the story and, like, cinematography. But it is also, like, yeah, it's a movie. I love cinema, too, but, like, <laughs> come on now. Um, and so it, it has that, like, oscar feeling. But, like, it is, like, just very good. It's good. Yeah. You feel the same, Karen? I liked it a lot. I thought it was really charming and really, I just, I don't know. I don't. I don't go in for that kind of movie a lot, but I feel like it had enough, because, uh, you know, if you just hear Steven Spielberg made an autobiographical movie about him growing up making yeah. movies, you're like, all right, well, this is going to be corny <laughs> as hell and yeah. boring and you, stupid. You mean, like, I immediately know exactly what <laughs> yeah. it's going to but be. But it, it has, I feel like it has a lot more uh, departures from that, just with some of the inner turmoil of his family mm-hmm. and him trying to deal with his life falling apart and then like always finding an anchor with cinema and making mm-hmm. movies and having that passion, but having pushback from his father being like, that's a hobby. Bleh. Yeah. That classic thing. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, as someone who likes movies as well, I was just like, you know what? <laughs> I get it, man. And there was, once he there once their family winds up moving and he goes to the new school where he's experiencing a lot of school problems there's some really amazing scenes with him and another character who uh, is his girlfriend for a yes. little bit and she is probably the best part of the movie she is she is crazy <laughs> She's so that funny. character is so strange so fucking funny i lo- i well i love paul dano and i thought michelle williams was amazing and but as far as like side characters, she yeah. was the best. Yeah, she was certainly entertaining. Is so funny. Although I do really love like um not like he has like two main bully characters. One like is like like the lead like cool guy of the mm-hmm. school, and then one is like the psycho. Yeah, like the, the wormy little <laughs> yeah scary the, one. the one who would like like <laughs> eat your ear for for on a dare or something mm-hmm. like that. But like, there's a really like interesting scene with like the, the like the lead bully and um that scene was really good. Very. Steven Spielberg towards the end <laughs> yeah. where like 
they're they're just both breaking down like alone mm-hmm. in the school. It's like Jesus Christ. <laughs> that that is that 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 is that is yeah. that is cinema right that there. Is that cinema. is cinema. You know what? I can almost forgive Steven Spielberg for making Ready Player One after watching this. Ooh. Almost. <laughs> I don't know. About, I don't know about that one. <laughs> I'm not ready for all that. <laughs> Um, this feels like a movie that's going to get nominated for an Academy Award. Yeah, yeah it 100% probably. will. Okay. Yeah. If, will anyone see it? Probably, once it's nominated. I'd see it again. I'd I I see it, was it really again, good. yeah. Uh, well, like, I mean, like, people. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, like, normal people. People who don't have a stupid movie podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Failman's very good. It is... A movie though. Okay. But I would I would recommend it. Um it'll probably be Yeah, it'll probably be known for best picture, and there's definitely a lot of, you know, best performance stuff in here too. Um that's probably gonna be very well deserved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Michelle Williams will probably win for this, I think, because she goes places. Yeah. I don't really know what the other Yeah, I haven't really been thinking about Yeah, I was gonna say side question. Do we think everything everywhere all at once makes it? In a good world, it should at least get... Yeah, I feel like it's not a hot year, so I don't see why not. I feel like it has a good chance. I don't see why it wouldn't. I think think it has a chance, but I don't know if it'll... I don't trust the Oscars I think it's too... (laughs) I think in a good world, it'll get nominated, but I think it's too wacky... In, in, I think our reality is it will like sweep the Golden Globes or something. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I hope. Mm. But yeah, I think and then maybe, the Oscars would be like, "What is that?" Huh? I think maybe they'll win like best directors, yeah, or something, or like editing or something. Yeah, <laughs> tech, a like a technical award. Yeah, <laughs> is the, I don't think there even is an editing award. Yeah, yeah, there. They are, but they yeah. give. I think they gave those out like not. Um, I think they said they, they said they're gonna present every award on the air this crazy, year. Crazy, so. right? <laughs> Guillermo del Toro finally fucking okay. Yeah, so Damn. I could see it doing that because we haven't. Well, never mind. Well, what do you think Top Gun's chances are? Because I'm trying to think of what the technical awards always go to, and it's always like the airplane movie yeah. or the war movie. I think I think Top Gun is gonna win a lot of technical awards because kind of has to, uh, just because it's a technical movie. Yeah. Um, I. Don't know if it gets anything else. Yeah. Uh, I need to rewatch. It's coming back to theaters for December. Oh boy. <laughs> I still don't own it. I, I feel like if I'm going to watch it, I should watch it in the theater. Because I yeah. feel like if I watch it at home, I'm just going to be like, well, that was lame. Wait, so you have, you've seen it already though, right, Carrie? The new one, no. Really? Mm-mm. I thought you did. Nope. Oh, okay. Carrie and I are and the two watch it in movie in theater. the world who have not yeah. seen Top Gun Maverick <laughs> somehow. That's good. Oops. But yeah, I'd watch Uh-oh. it in a movie theater. Uh, anyways... Yep. Uh, Bones and all, Luca Guadagnino is back, baby. Uh, Timothy Chalamet and Taylor Russell, who I'm not familiar with, actually. She's been in a few like Who's horror that? things I think we've all seen. Hold on. She, I recognized her from something, but I can't remember what it so was. So these people are vampires. I, I want to say that she's in Escape Room. Oh that God. sounds right. You're I think right. I've seen her You're face. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That sounds right. There was something else that I recognized her from, though. I accidentally clicked on Luca Guadagnino's name, and I was like, she was in Suspiria? And I was like, oh, wait, no. <laughs> Oh yeah, she was in Waves. Uh, that oh, I never saw I Waves. That, that movie is intense. Okay. I had to take a break in the middle of that movie. Wow. And I never have to take a break in the middle of a movie. Wow. Okay. Well, Bones and All, Vampires. Uh, no, right? Cannibals. Nope. Cannibals. <laughs> cannibals. Oh, okay. That's less cool. Excuse me. Well, <laughs> you're talking to the person who's watched Hannibal on repeat 18 times. We don't need another fucking vampire movie. That's, That's true. All I also. Say. Anyways, who's seen this? 
I saw it. All right, Carrie. I, I, I was interested in the idea, but I just couldn't. I, I might couldn't, still. Because if you don't like Timothy Chalamet, you should uh, not watch this movie. That, that was the thing. Because there's yeah. not much playing in theaters right now. So no. that's why I was it's like, really it's really good, but Timothy Chalamet plays a very Timothy Chalamet-esque character. Wow. So, yeah. but I was also while I was watching this movie, I was like, I'm so glad I wasn't born like seven years later because I would be so obsessed with this man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, basically, uh, this girl and her father live in uh, a smaller town. They live in like a trailer, and she goes to this party and winds up attacking one of the girls there. And you're like, oh my God, what is this? But then it becomes clear that this is a thing that has been happening for her whole life. And so her and her dad go on the run, but then her dad is like, I can't keep doing this. You're on your own. So she's a cannibal out in the world. And she finds out that she's not the only one. There's, uh, they call themselves eaters all over the world. And she gets introduced to this one guy. Question real quick from the crowd here. Um, the reason I thought it was a vampire is like, they're like cannibals, but they're like, it's like a need, like they need. It's like a, a yeah, feed exactly. That's why. Thing. Yeah, I, I, it's more of like a more, it, it is very vampirism-esque, but it's eating people, yeah, yeah, not yeah. just drinking their blood. But, uh, but so she, it turns into pretty much, it was described as a road odyssey and I really like that descriptor. So it's just her trying to find her birth mother and uh, encountering all of these weird, weird scenarios, weird people, weird other cannibals along the way. One of them being Timothy Chalamet. Mm. And it's and good. It's, it's really good. Like it's, it's one of those movies that I'm hesitant to recommend to people because I'm like, I think this just might be really specific and niche for me. Okay. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's really brutal at parts when it when it goes into the the cannibal violence, but it's also super like tender and nice and interesting I, it evoked did either of you watch american honey no. i did not that it reminded me of that movie a lot it had similar similar vibes it, it just seemed being like on the road, it, being in yoga, even though i've not seen that it did feel like that the way yeah. you were describing it <laughs> but yeah so it's basically just them going she meets up with timothy chalamet and they kind of pair up and then it's just them going across the country another nebraska shout out in this yeah. movie it was really funny because they were like it's like Nebraska. We're in Nebraska now, and it immediately cuts to a big shot with mountains in the background. And I'm like, but yeah, I would recommend. I mean, it's a fun movie. I think it was really, really nice. If you're a fan of Luca's other work, you might enjoy this. If you're a fan of cannibal romance road trip movies, <laughs> then I'd you say see, I like all that, but I really do not like Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. Apparently Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross did the same. The music is awesome. Okay. Good music. Very good music. And yeah, Timothy Chalamet is Chalamet in That guy. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't I don't mind him that much. He just seems kind of like a goon, but it makes sense in this movie. Okay. But Alright. Well that's bones like and all. I might watch it tomorrow. We'll see how I'm feeling. Yeah. Uh apparently cannibals. That's cool. That's what I gotta say. Anyways. Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery oh is boy. finally here, baby. The follow-up to the 28, 2018, 2019? 2019. 2019, because it was right yeah. before the pandemic, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, hit Knives Out, Netflix exclusive, but it got a small theatrical run where you saw it. Both yeah. of you. 
Carrie, one, like, one day. <laughs> Carrie, a massive Knives Out fan. True. Huge Knives Out fan. Knives Out, a phenomenal movie, also. True. Just in general. Uh, so a lot to live up to. Carrie, not spoiler, because a lot of people haven't seen this. I haven't right. seen it. Yeah. Most of the world hasn't seen it, actually. Mm-hmm. This what? is an exclusive. <laughs> Carrie, what'd you think of this? I thought it was pretty fun. Yeah. I think uh, in terms of it doesn't feel as uh, like <clears throat> there's a lot of feelings of genuineness and specialness that I feel from Knives Out, the first one. And I don't really get that here. But and there's a lot of like it feels like this is a big budget sequel kind of stuff. Where it's like we're thing. in a okay. we're in a, a bigger place with more gimmicks and weirder set pieces and crazy jokes. But so, but also because that when you hear that, it sounds kind of like oh, that sounds kind of cringe and stupid. But it it fits thematically, in my opinion, mm-hmm. with the cast of characters that we're working with and the world that they inhabit, and I just like it. But basic story thing is that there's this billionaire tech guy who sends out these elaborate invites to his circle of very spot on elon musk basically yeah exactly but like but like before like this was filmed <laughs> yeah it's almost like a godsend that it yeah, came yeah. out when it did while twitter was melting yes but uh but he sends out these invites to his close-knit circle of other like overly rich friends to come to his island to play his murder mystery game and uh there's when they get there benoit blanc has also been invited and they're like all right well let's go to this island huh okay gotcha it's pretty fun okay 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 so it's a little more of a it's already kind of a game mystery clue who done it like already like the format's already the story provides the format for a clue sort of game whereas like the first one was like a family dispute sort of deal? Yeah. yeah, this is more murder mystery okay. party. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Murder mystery party that goes weird. Okay. Goes a little, <laughs> little wacky. Yeah. But I think my main thing with this is I think what was so great about the original Knives Out, I like I love this movie a lot. I think it's very well written and well executed with all with how it unravels. But like the cast doesn't feel as fun. No. I think just because there's something about like a group of like whiny old money people like, yeah, I want my money. <laughs> yeah. So when they get screwed over, it's like, oh, that's pretty good, actually. <laughs> um, but these are all, you know, like, rich people, um, a lot of idiots, and, like, they're, they all have, like, their funny moments, but they just don't, they, they, they just don't hit as hard, and that's, like, my main, like, thing with this movie, but, like, th- this movie sets itself up, like, without you realizing it's setting stuff up. Mm-hmm. So like you're just like watching a movie and then as like things happen you're like, oh Jesus yeah. Christ. It's like what a, the hell? it's a completely different direction than the first one in terms yes. of like how everything unravels and is solved. And I thought that that was really cool and fun. Mm-hmm. Question from the peanut gallery again. So right. the first Knives Out was a movie where uh Benoit Blanc was a big character, but it was Marta's story. Do we have a character in this movie who we see the movie through, like our central character, or is it just like it's a Knives Out movie? Here's Daniel Craig. Um, for for most of the movie, it is Benoit Blanc, and that's that's a fun shift in perspective. But as things go along, 
um, some perspective stuff does shift. Yeah. I don't want to get too into okay. that because that is part of, you know... The reveal. The reveal. Okay. But for the most part, you are following Benoit Blanc. Okay. Um, yeah. Exploring this weird rich island and all yeah. of the him nonsense. trying to figure out what's going on yes. and why he's there. Okay. And a lot of them being like, what is that? And it's like, it's a glass onion. Why? Mm. <laughs> all right. A lot of him being amazed by like the nonsense rich <laughs> stuff that's on this island, which is yeah. very fun. <laughs> mm. Yeah. And he... Daniel Craig just hits it out of the fucking park whenever he does Benoit Blanc. So it's just going to be great no matter what. So, it's so nice that like he has a role that he likes doing because he is, he is <laughs> yeah, like a, right. he's, he yeah. is such a, like, a nice guy. He seems like he's having so much fun with this role. And you can tell that like he really hates being James Bond right. <laughs> when you're comparing this. So yeah, um, I was I was hesitant on this, but like... Although it didn't like reach like the first one, it's still very good, and I'm very excited to watch it again. Yes, and I just want a thousand of these movies and, yeah. with <laughs> yeah. Daniel Craig it's, and Ryan Johnson coming back. Yeah, it's definitely one that feels like it'll benefit from a rewatch okay. because it's like a oh, that's what was going on kind of thing. Uh, so a question I have. This is unrelated to the movie, by the way. So Ryan Johnson and Daniel Craig. Uh, are going to be at the Game Awards. Oh. And Jeff Keighley says there's a reason. Oh, no. I heard there's Among Us in this game, in this movie. Oh. There's an Among Us. Yes. yes. Are they going to make it? Are they, they going to do, you think they're going to do a Knives Out? Uh, a, a, a oh, Blanc, that would be really funny. Among, that would be very Among funny. I would, I, would, I would finally buy Among Us if that Among was the case or whatever. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Um, there's like a running bit that... Blanc is like really bad at Amogus? at like anything that is that you would think like oh you're such a good Detective. at solving mysteries you would be great at Among Us you would be great at Clue he's like I hate those games mm. those are stupid games and they make no damn sense okay <laughs> so Very funny good. <laughs> all right well that's the movies in November folks um got some stuff there I don't know uh, December ho 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 Merry Christmas also the end of the year uh, oh, the end of the God. year. Usually, where you get a lot of the Academy Award big hitters, um, and I think there are definitely some here, but I feel like there's maybe less than usual. It's, it's, it's always a weird thing because you kind of like don't know that they're the Academy Award also that, until like the until stuff. yeah. Like I've heard a lot about this movie called After Sun. Yeah, I've yeah, heard yeah. about that too. And I have no idea when that's coming out. I think it's screening this week mm. um, here, so I might try to see that and oh. then. Uh, there was something else, but I can't remember what it was now. But yeah, it's 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 always a weird time. But also, this December is just being eaten up by a certain movie on this list. Yeah. I feel. Violent Night. Anyways, Violent Night. David Harbour. He is Santa Claus. Ha ha. At this time, he's pissed. And he's angry. <laughs> John Leguizamo is here, and he's not very nice. Uh, yeah, this is a sort of an a action bit of movie. A Scrooge. Yeah, a bit of a Grinch. A bit of a <laughs> Nutcracker. Uh, so yeah, this is a violent action movie. <laughs> David Harbour as Santa Claus, where he's rescuing uh, a very rich, a, re- a very shitty rich family, but they have a, a really nice little girl, uh, and he's got to save them. And he, and then maybe we learn something about Christmas along the way. Uh, we've already seen it. I've seen it. Ryan, have you seen it? I've seen it. Yeah, we've already seen it. Uh, Did I see it with you? I can't remember. I don't know. Uh, anyways, <laughs> the Eternal Daughter. 
That's a, that that. This is Tilda. This is a new Tilda Swinton movie Can't from Joanna Hogg of the Souvenir Part One and Two. Mm. Is this um? Is this is this a streaming thing or is this a? It's theatrical? playing in some theaters, but I doubt we'll get it here. Okay. I think okay. it like just started playing in some theaters, but I mean they might be playing it at film streams. I haven't checked, okay. but uh, it is available to rent, but it's still twenty dollars. Mm. But uh, it's a, a a ghost movie, I think, where. It's a it's another uh, Tilda Twinton movie where she's playing two mm. roles and she seems to be playing like her mother and her both at the same time and they go to this house and it seems to be like a gothic y ghosty oh. what's going on kind of thing. It looks fantastic. I like this. Yeah, I'm very i what I've heard this this seems very interesting. I'm very excited. Is this a this is who's is it eight two four? Oh, huh. Yeah. So well, this looks great. I'm excited about that. Yeah, baby. That's great. Okay, I wrote this down because I wasn't sure if it's out already, and if it's out already, I should probably fucking watch it. Is Pinocchio out? Um, it's coming on Netflix. I think. Um, this Friday. Okay. Great. They're playing and, it at Alamo too. And there, oh! are, and there <laughs> are some. And there are some screenings too. Because I thought they were gonna do the glass onion bit. Because this was this had like a. Also a screening earlier, but it was also getting small. So I thought that was it, and then Netflix. But if yeah. a it's coming in Allen, that's great. Yeah. I'll, I'll watch it there. I've Fantastic. Heard, I've heard nothing but good Fantastic. About it. I love that Guillermo guy. He's pretty crazy <laughs> and fun. He's a good guy. Will he show up at the Game Awards tomorrow? Ooh, maybe. I'd like that. Jim like in town. He's probably gonna show his new stuff. Yeah. We'll see. Ooh. Pinocchio gonna be in the new Death Stranding. Oh. Death Stranding too. Oh, we'll find man. out. A Woodman. Lie man, I don't know. Uh, Empire <laughs> of Light. I know what this is, but I can't remember right now. It's the new Sam Mendes movie. Oh, so that's people good. People who like own a cinema, it mm-hmm. seems. Yes. It's got Olivia Colman. Yes, okay, yes. This is an Oscar movie. This is Forty five percent on Rotten Tomatoes, though. Oof, uh. mm. <laughs> that's now that's one. an Oscar <laughs> movie right there. <laughs> this is the one. I don't remember what we were seeing, Ryan, but the trailer just opens with oh, Toby yes. Jones going film. <laughs> <laughs> And now every time we see that trailer, he's like, film. <laughs> it's very good. Olivia Coleman, though. Good. I love Olivia Coleman. Uh, Sam Mendes. <laughs> it's just like the pause he does after that. It's like, film. <laughs> the movies. Oh, my God. But yeah, I thought the trailer, I didn't like the trailer of it. So I don't know. I like Olivia yeah. Coleman. I love Olivia Coleman. But, I like movie theaters. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, Carrie wrote down another night the museum movie. Apparently, is this an animated one? I looked. I I looked this up. Um, it's a Disney Plus animated film. Called it. But it's a sequel to the last one, and it's following the sun. The sun. Yeah. But it's animated. Right. I don't know. Everything (laughs) Disney puts on Disney Plus that's not a Star Wars or a Marvel, like I'm so confused by. Yeah, there's random shit. Like why? Elton John. Here's Elton John. (laughs) Yeah, why why do we have an animated night museum movie? Uh, I'm so confused. <laughs> I need content. Uh Puss in Boots, The Last Wish is finally coming out. Finally. Finally. Um I mean you it looks it. nice, but and, and like the Shrek Renaissance that we've had the last few years. I don't know if we've had. I was gonna say we've had been Shrekless. I know, <laughs> but like but like the internet has been like like just growing like obsessed with Shrek. I feel like it died down a bit, but I don't know. I don't know. We had Shrek the Musical. People liked that. But like, your point. I'm just like, does does our man Shrek appear? 
Oh, setting up the next Shrek, next Shrek movie. I would love that. Yeah. It's time for more Shrek. More. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Especially if it's like, if it does the, because this Puss in Boots movie, it doesn't look just like a 3D, like it's doing no. some stuff. Yeah, no, it, it's doing some stuff. DreamWorks and like it, this became parent DreamWorks, like last movie, like the, the bad guys. guys. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. It had like a very different art. I think Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse, yeah. Opened the doors. Like, like, oh, we should probably just not do the same art style for every single yeah. movie. <laughs> We should probably like give things color. So if we do yeah, Shrek with a new look. I'm down that'd with that. Be, that'd be cool. I, a I'd cool love that. Shrek. This isn't your grandpa's <laughs> Shrek. This isn't my Shrek. <laughs> this is a new Shrek. Um, anyways, yeah, I'd love Shrek to come back. It's been too long. That's what I gotta say. Um, Babylon. What's this? This is the new Whiplash La La Land. Damien guy. Chazelle yeah. with Marco Robbie mm. and the, the, the trail's like. Yeah, this trailer feels like like you're being assaulted by a marching band. I have band. not seen this. <laughs> And they're all just like cracked out of their mind. Yeah. And then slow Marco Robbie's like, who wants to see me fight a snake? And then Brad Pitt's like, hell yeah! yeah. <laughs> huh. It's it looks wild, but I'm also worried it might be a little too like I think it looks kinda bad. Three hours yeah. and nine minutes. I'm gonna be honest, oh. I think it looks bad. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it, it looks wild and I don't and like that's all I can wait. Like I don't know what kind of wild, like, oh that looks wild, like, oh that looks Wild, yeah. man. It's got Tobey Maguire. I'm not, I'm not sure. It does have Tobey. That's in true. It, so you know what? Good. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll I'll probably see how people are responding to it, and then I'll decide if I'll see it. Be, but I don't know. Like they like Whiplash and Lawland are very good movies mm-hmm. and like very good direction. But then like no one watched First Man. <laughs> I fell asleep. I tried yeah. to watch it. So like it's fun that he's like going back to something more like musical and like wild but it's also like oh i think you may have done a little too much of the nose candy there my friend remember amsterdam no (laughs) thankfully not i'm thinking about margot robbie being very extra i Uh, hit a lady with a brick one time (laughs) well i'm babylon let's see how that goes i want to dance with somebody i assume this is a whitney houston Mm -hmm. biopic movie from the writer of bohemian rhapsody according to the trailer Okay. We fed an AI a thousand Bohemian <laughs> Rhapsody book scripts, and it made this. Well, I hope uh, I hope uh, it's good to the legacy of uh, Winnie Houston. We'll see how that goes. I, I hope d- the movie is just the movie The Bodyguard. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, women talking. This looked good. You want to hear my joke? Women talking. What is this? A horror picture? <laughs> That's my joke I came up with. How do you like that for my new stand-up special? For my tight five. I don't know what kind of comedy club you're going to go to where everyone's going to be like, oh yes, the upcoming film, Women Talking. (laughs) He's really making some bold thoughts on that movie, this guy. Um, So yeah, these women are like in a weird colony and they're not treated very well. Mm. Probably sexually assaulted a lot, it seems oh, like. Oh, I feel Uh-oh. very bad about my joke. Wow, Brian. <laughs> it is a horror movie for a lot of women, Brian. Mm-hmm. It's oh, got no. Francis McDormand in it. It's true. Oh, it's going to be a sad movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this looks good. I want to see this. This is good. I'll probably check it out. Yeah. Looks not fun, maybe. Yeah. But we'll see. Well. Uh, I don't know what White Noise is, though. It's the new Noah Baumbach movie. <laughs> Starring our man, uh, Adam Driver, and he looks rough. Looks so it's going to be great. <laughs> This is having on. It, it's gonna be a Netflix movie. Oh, yeah. I think it's gonna come out at the very like end of the year mm-hmm. on Netflix. Get a mm-hmm. But there's gonna be like a few um, 
theatrical stuff, and I think I might try to see it. Also playing at the Alamo this weekend. I might try I'm to see it. I'm trying to figure out. Then. They're playing that, Pinocchio, and After Sun this weekend, and I'm Ooh. like, I don't have enough time, and you don't play it late enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I might need to try to see some of those things. But I've heard that white noise isn't like, it's not like marriage droid levels, but I love seeing Adam Driver be okay. weird, so True. I'm going to have a fun time regardless. <laughs> Netflix, makers of a lot of motion pictures nowadays, huh? Yeah. Mm. Remember back when there was a whole thing that was like, you guys can't have movies yeah. nominated for the Oscars, you're Netflix. And now, like, now they, they make the most Oscar Now rating. they dominate on yeah. <laughs> everything. Avatar, the way of water. It's finally here. It's finally here. It hasn't people been have, reviews. People have seen it. People have seen it, but people have given social media impressions, not formal reviews just yet. And it's just been like... People wow. like it a lot. People have been like, never doubt James Cameron. And I think, as I said earlier, I'll be sitting there like, mm. Haterade, sipping on that haterade. Yeah. I don't like how wet this movie is. <laughs> Too much water. Too much water, yeah, I was going to say. Huh? Blech. Blech. I have no expectations. I'm going to watch it. Is anyone going to rewatch Avatar before this? I should, because I don't remember a damn Nothing thing. Nothing happens is the thing. That's that. also true. Nothing happens in that movie. Yeah. You don't want to rewatch the movie Pinocchio? <laughs> Not wait, uh, Pocahontas. That's what that's what that's what Avatar basically was. That's the dances with the wolves. Dances with the wolves is pretty good. So I, I don't know. I might watch the extended <laughs> just, version. Is the extended version on Disney Plus or is it the theatrical version? Extended uh, version. Yeah. Probably the extended version. I don't know. I'm just like, I'm getting so tired of, like, first off, it's all like these film bros who are like, never doubt, I'm go- I am know I'm going to see this movie. Yeah, it is. David, times. what's his fucking face? Uh, yeah. yeah. And then, um. Oh, the one IndieWire guy? Yeah, the IndieWire yeah. guy. He I muted it. that guy. Yeah. And then, um, <laughs> and then James Cameron just getting, like, full, like, like, egotistical. I need to see some of these press interviews. I haven't seen any of them yet. Uh, the one I read today was people like, it's a three and a half hour or whatever movie. Are you worried people like going to the bathroom? It's like, they can go to the bathroom whenever they want because they're going to see the movie again. So they'll see the scenes that they missed. <laughs> it's like, whoa, awesome. dude. You got some... <laughs> If if I had if I had a fr- yeah. if I had a fraction of like the confidence that James Cameron has, I would be unstoppable. I would be yeah. bulletproof. I mean, we'll see. I mean, it's an inter- politically now. It's interesting because Disney has not had a great rep with 20th century releases, right? Yeah. Like they've kind of been sent out to die, and this is the movie. Yeah, not only is, that, but like basically why they bought why they bought them other than you know getting the rest of the Marvel yeah because they want it because also like again the disney theme parks are like the avatar ride is one of the biggest like the most popular rides in years mm-hmm. this is the one so yeah. i'm and also it's a big bet james cameron hasn't a, lost yet so i'm just a big bet he already has the third movie done oh is it done it's basically done mm-hmm. and then he's already worked on like the fourth and the fifth and but like if he can i think he said like Depending on how this movie does, if he continues working on those, will be if this movie does well or not. Okay, because yeah, if three's done, but, then but, it'll come out. But, but it's also like for this movie to do well, it has to make two billion dollars. Like what's yeah? What's the what's the do we know what's the budget? I'm gonna look at if I can well, find it. Well, the budget's also weird just because like he's also like filming other stuff at the same time, and they had to do more inventing new technology. To right, so you movie. have to invest in the tech. And they've so, been yeah. filming this movie since 2017. So it's just like so. It's two hundred fifty million. Is probably more like probably closer to three hundred something. Yeah. Because of how long. 
We'll see. We'll see. I want him to make a good, make a, a make a good story, James. I, I'm gonna. The first one was not good. The story was not great. Yeah. Make a good story. Don't just make a fucking NVIDIA graphics card tech demo. Like I want. Is, is that why all of these film people they ju- they don't play video games? So they're like, whoa, you made this? <laughs> I was like, bitch, play Death Stranding. That's got way more weird stuff than this. So we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I have no expectations. I'm gonna watch it. The th- I, when we saw Dread in 3D, I know 3D is pretty good nowadays. Yeah, 3D is 3D is good nowadays. Would have watched uh, Dread 2000. Yeah. <laughs> so but yeah, I I will watch this in 3D. Um, I doubt I'll see it more than once though, because I'm just it's a long movie. So no, I just have no enthusiasm for it. I want to watch other movies. <laughs> I don't have time to watch a four hour. Avatar but yeah, I don't recommend sucks. rewatching the first Avatar. Come on, unless yeah. it was the 3D version. That I wanted to watch, yeah. but I got COVID, you know? So, yeah. anyways. I forgot. Anyways, that's. I had free tickets and I forgot. <laughs> I had free tickets to see the movie and I forgot to see it. That's how little I care about Avatar. <laughs> well, we'll see, folks. Uh, until then, uh, Ryan, where can people. If you did re- rewatch Avatar, where can people find that review of it? Uh, they could go to uh, letterboxd.com, uh, film piece, see my thoughts. Um, I, I think I texted you guys about this, but I rewatched the movie Eight Crazy Nights, Adam Sandler's yeah. Eight Crazy Nights. Check out my review there. <laughs> I could I could talk about that movie for three hours, I think. <laughs> All right. Because because like I had it in my because I was thinking about like like holiday movies mm-hmm. I watched as a kid, you know. And I know we're doing the end slate, but calm down, George. Um, I was thinking about like movies I watched as a kid, like Christmas movies, and I was like Eight Crazy Nights. I have. Because I watched that like when it first came out, mm-hmm. when I was like eight or like nine. Crazy nights. Eight <clears throat> crazy nights. Um, and I was like, "Huh, that's tw- that movie's twenty years old." I I need to know how that has like, you know, held up. Held up. And you know, not great as it turns out, but just like a lot what? of a lot of just a lot of like fascinating stuff in there. <laughs> just like the most insane product placement I've ever seen <laughs> in a movie. Um weird for for a pg-13 a lot of like weird sexual things a lot of weird yeah. gross out things um rob schneider plays a very chinese man Ooh. there's a very strange trans joke right right in the middle of a song that's that like threw me for a loop huh. um and and then like there's a fun part where adam sandler's character plays basketball and he takes off his shirt and he's like jacked <laughs> um and it's just it's just a fascinating thing. Um, I will say the animation does look like pretty solid. It reminds me of like classic like um, kids WB stuff from back mm-hmm. in the day. But just a, just a fascinating piece on that movie. So I I, I recommend everyone go out um, and watch Adam Sandler's Eight Crazy Nights, a movie that was um, supposed to be like the first like animated like Hanukkah movie. And then when you rewatch, you're like, oh, this is very, very barely about Hanukkah, actually. <laughs> this is, you have people who celebrate Hanukkah and are Jewish, and that is the extent of the amount of Hanukkah that, that is in this movie. <laughs> Anyways. I was thinking about that movie recently. I thought they released it in 4K, but no. Eight Crazy Nights. I thought I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. We really had to remaster those deer shitting themselves. <laughs> Carrie, where can folks find you? You can find me on Letterboxd just by searching my first name, Carrie, K-A-R-R-I-E. I did not review a crazy. Don't nights. watch Avatar. Any, 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 anything you rewatch, you watch recently that you are like, whoa. 
You can find me at Jake Cruz Oliver's 26. Uh, it's something I rewatched recently. I saw Scrooge for the first time. Hey, that's my favorite. Um, People so, usually don't like it very much. I thought, yeah, I didn't like it very much. <laughs> I that's think it's a, got some fun stuff going on. I think on. it's hilarious. Uh, I saw the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. Oh, me too. It's pretty good. It's, it's, uh, it's whatever. It's, it's, it's pretty good for what it is. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I like it. it as just like a Mantis and Drax do things. We'll see. I don't know. I'm. I will. I will see on Guardians three. I saw the trailer, and I feel like. I feel like I'm not. Again, we're not the number one Marvel <laughs> podcast out there, but I feel like we are reaching peak. The general public starting to not care about Marvel. Yeah. Because even Guardians three, the trailer was like, that was fine. It didn't. Yeah. That's a Guardians movie. Okay. I guess it's just gonna be like them wait until they. It's got Cosmo. Love Cosmo. Cosmo's pretty. Cosmo's fun. great. Yeah. But yeah. I, I think I think Marvel's problem is like they destroyed everyone with too many shows because they released a new show like every month. Aaron's fatigued. Um, like I don't even care about Ant Man and I like Ant Man. I don't give a yeah. shit about Quantum Mania. Quantum whoever cares. I don't give yeah. a fuck. It comes out in February. That's very soon. And yeah, I feel like no one's really that Yeah. It has Kane the Conqueror in it, who's like one of like the most like important like Marvel villains like Is that who's played by um the actor from Last Black Man in San Francisco? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah? okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think anybody cares. It's yeah. weird. Weird times. It's fascinating. Yeah, maybe don't release a thousand TV shows. I don't know. Blade's delayed. Blade is delayed, unfortunately. That's one I was very excited about. I was really for. excited Mahershali. for Blade. Mahershali killing vampires with a sword. What if they just got what if they just got Garen Little Toro to do it again? <laughs> I mean That'd be cool. I'd like that. Yeah. Anyways, that's just an idea there for you, Marvel. Bob Iger, I know you're listening to this. <laughs> um, anyways, that's a podcast. Until next time, when we will probably have seen Avatar The Way of Water. I'm excited. <laughs> that's exciting for me. I'm bummed I won't be there the opening weekend, because I will be out of the country, so I'll have to watch it after the world is already. I would have loved Been to see it away. the day of, but it is what it is. Anyways, until next time... I see you.